Dial H for Hubris Weed. 26 horror movie reviews in alphabetical order, running until the end of October. For 1959's A Bucket of Blood, screenplay by Charles B. Griffith and directed by the legendary Roger Corman. Walter Paisley, the sad sack busboy at the Yellow Door Coffee House, craves the respect of the beatniks who hang out there and tries to become a sculptor to impress them despite a total lack of talent. Accidental deaths, his landlady's cat and then a cop that tries to bust him for drug possession, get concealed underneath the sculpting play he bought and then put on display at the coffee house. Once everyone likes him for being a great artist, Paisley doesn't see any path forward other than doing what he's doing, and eventually he gets found out, making himself his own final work of art. So yeah, Dick Miller. A lead performance from Dick Miller. One of two, I believe. Three. There's Rock All Night, War of the Satellites, and this. I didn't know about Rock All Night. Yeah. I'll have to see that. Yeah, and apparently he's like lead of an ensemble in that more than like the the main dude. But yeah, it was really interesting seeing him carry a, an entire narrative like this. Uh and and just the like even in the coffee house, even the beatniks, like some of them treat him with total contempt and some of them treat him with there, there, but for the grace of God, go I. And a cup, and one is actually always nice to him, just because she's a nice person. Mm-hmm. And and there's so much that was so relevant in the hell year of 2021, and the toxic masculinity that just pervades pop culture and American culture right now. The yeah. idea that you know, well, as long as they like me, I guess there's just some people who have to die, and. You can see why he's doing it. You can legit see, okay, I I can dig it. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I love about Griffith and Corman uh, uh, working together is that you get things like this and Little Shop of Horrors where you get the loser who gets a shot at fame and you want so badly to root for him but he's so fucking toxic. Like it's it. The movies do not, the movies let you empathize, but not condone. And it's, it's amazing. I really like, there's a lot in there that is so relevant. Like you said, even, even today that it resonates that, you know, what will someone do to, get out of liked. that position and right yeah and and grasp at a life they want and it turns out horrible horrible things awful <laughs> awful things at first by genuine accident uh there's when the the cat with the knife in it that he he accidentally killed trying to get it out from behind the wall in his his crummy crummy rented room uh 
you know, he covers that with clay because he can't think of any other way to get it out without his landlady realizing that he accidentally shanked her cat. Yeah. Uh, and, and when people just are looking at it like, my God, that's amazing. You really are talented. Yes. Of course he's going to, to, to stick with it. Of course he's going to keep going. This basically is House of Wax on a dollar ninety eight filmed in a week and making fun of beatniks. And isn't that kind of wonderful? It really is. I I absolutely hands down hold this up as my favorite Corman film. Oh, okay. <laughs> like even above as much as I love the the Poe flicks and uh Man with X-ray eyes, like this this is the stuff i mean it just it really fires on all cylinders and it it has one really funny moment where everybody's rushing off to prevent the the last murder and these two beatniks are just sort of sitting there and they both shrug at each other and get up and follow <laughs> like, like they're not running but no help <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a it's almost upsetting how funny this movie can be. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a sick it's a feature-length sick joke, you know. Yeah. It's an EC comic. It's an it EC is. 8 pager uh stretched out to an hour 6. And it it fits pretty well perfectly in there. And yeah, I mean, the EC comics have to have people doing horrible shit and then paying for it even more. Yes. And I'm okay with that too. <laughs> the only thing i really wish is that there'd been more clay on the guy or if he'd managed to suffocate himself under clay yeah the last one but but that's that's a quibble also i were you as happy as i was that bruno Vesoto was the rich guy who wants to buy the art yes you know <laughs> all right i got bruno <laughs> I mean, when I look at Corman's career, which is hard to do all at once, because right, you have to you have to take a running start. Are you talking stuff. as a director? Or are you talking as an actor? Or are you talking as a producer or a talent uh, scout? Or yeah, starting other people's careers. Yeah, but when I look at it, he had so many of these things where it was just like we're throwing things at the wall to see what sticks. You know, yeah, what, yeah. What can I make money at? What do the what are the what are the cheap seats like? What and, do the kids these days enjoy? And I really see this one as the one where it all he finally gets it, like the mixture of comedy and suspense and horror elements is it's a really well blended here, yes. as yes, opposed to indeed. some of the earlier stuff where it's like, okay, now we have to stop and do Goofy for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> In this one, it really is. It's it's sort of like everything is braided together. It's still funny while it's while it's weird, and it's still weird while it's horrifying, and it's still horrifying while it's funny. <laughs> it's like Superman ice cream. <laughs> And the the uh, guy who owns the coffee shop, like he's at first, well, he's he's the first one to realize what's going on and what's really under the statues. But the money's so good, yeah, that he wants to just sell a couple and and move ahead. Because I don't know how much money he makes, you know, selling coffee to beatniks. Uh, I guarantee you, poor Walter is not making much money clearing tables 
once the beatniks have had their coffee. <laughs> and his boss isn't great to him, but he's not like a full-on monster at any point either. No. Yeah. So, Although it, one of my favorite bits in the whole movie is when uh he's like when he sells the cat and he's to him and he's like i'm i'm a real artist yeah now go clean out the garbage cans yeah now go scrub (laughs) out the garbage cans and do a good job yeah (laughs) that's yes (laughs) and he only paid him 50 because he's pretty sure he can get 200 for it But that's, you know, well, it's also a nice examination of capitalism. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and the scene where he strangles the one model with a scarf is pretty chilling, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's where that's the point of no return, because it really was an accident twice. Uh, somebody, one of the, the beatniks gave him a vial of something. He didn't even know what it was. It turns out to be smack. One of the cops staking the place out as part of a narco detail sees it and threatens him with life in prison if he doesn't talk about stuff he has no idea about for the network of drug suppliers and takes a frying pan to the skull accidentally while things are going weird. Like that's and then he's just basically like, well, I got one body out of here by covering it in clay and pretending I meant to do that. Yeah, let's yeah. see if it works again. Yeah, and indeed it did. It works until it doesn't. And there's some neat moments of like making fun of beat poetry and a guy, you know, a guy with a big beard and sandals opining about things. Oh god, I love like I love that so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean it and these guys are you know pretentious jerks by and large but they're they're the people walters around so they're the people that he wants to be liked by yep (laughs) bucket of blood no does not contain any actual buckets of blood no no yes yes does yes it does no there's a saucepan that catches some but okay a saucepan of blood saucepan of blood there is no bucket (laughs) i mean if you see the saucepan as the generic sort of bucket to catch falling liquid from ceiling i always called that a drip pan but that might be an illinois thing i think that's an illinois thing well there you have it saucepan (laughs) of blood (laughs) this has been fiasco family movie night i'm tim leonard and i'm sean frost come back tomorrow for another microsode in our hubris ween event (laughs) 